I told you, Shamar Bridges is the truth, and he showed it by being the HBCU star of preseason week one. And then who does the NCAA say is the best HBCU player at each position? Oh, yeah, it's Locked on HBCU. Play my music. You are Locked on HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On HBCU Podcast, your number one. Daily one-stop shop for everything HBCU athletics, Monday through Friday, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. And I, of course, am Darian Gray, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, Texas Southern alum and former TSU Herald Sports editor. Thank you for going on this journey with me, making Locked on HBCU your first listen of the day. Every day in today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. I would like to thank them for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the whole college football network. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find your candidates that you want to talk to faster Post your job on linkedin.com slash locked on college for free terms and conditions do apply. And I want to start this off with a very, very, very soft. I told you so. It's a very soft. I told you so because I have not completed the whole thing yet. And I'm talking about Shamar Bridges. But one thing I can tell you that I told you is that Shamar Bridges is the truth. I don't come on here and toot my own horn. I don't come on here and run down a list of things I get right. Matter of fact, I feel like I'm more self-deprecating than anything else. I feel like I come on here and acknowledge the fact that, hey, man, I wasn't all the way right on that one. I feel like I come on here and say, yeah, I, I could have said this different. I feel like I do that more than toot my own horn. So excuse me if I want to toot my horn just a little bit and say, I told you so. But just wait. Because if Shamar Bridges makes that 53-man roster, then, then I'm going to come on here and really let you have it. Then I'm really going to hit you with the, I told you so. But until that time, we will settle with just one soft, told you so, right? Shamar Bridges is the truth. And I was very excited when he went off on Thursday. But more than just saying he's the truth, I would like to say that he was the HBCU star of the first preseason week now after the game happened a couple of people came on here and commented i just want to read a couple give a couple shout outs to my people who came on here and actually spoke to me after the game so let's talk about that right let's talk about first off my guy drum major south carolina state by the way i still remember i still remember when you came on here and you when you first subscribed to the channel i just want to put that out there i still remember that right so here's one of the things that he said. He said, you were right about him. After watching tonight's game and him scoring his first touchdown, I had to come back and comment and give you your flowers. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We should always give each other our flowers, right? You're a phenomenal viewer. I appreciate your subscription. You are the man. I appreciate that. Then you got a couple of Baltimore people who came in and they said Bridges and Polk were my wide receiver to watch. Neither disappointed, but Bridges looked like a game changer. He's making this, ros his, this roster. Baltimore, get up. I agree with you. He did look like a game changer out there on the field, didn't he? Then uh, 
Joakim Otto. I hope that I said that right. I hope that I said that right. Um, no doubt he will make the 53 for the Ravens. Listen, I'm not saying this to toot my horn anymore. I want to give a special shout out to everybody who did comment. And maybe I'll read a couple more comments on the page. And I will let you know. Y'all are very important to this show because little do you know, sometimes I even come up with topics based off what you say in the comments. Yeah, because y'all say something, y'all have a retort. And I'm like, you know what? Let's look at it from that side of it. Let's look at it from your point of view. Let's see. Or I just want to talk about this point. If I feel so steadfast in my opinion, then I'll say, you know what? This is a retort, but this is how I feel about it. Never to call you out. Never that, but maybe I'll bring up some more names. You know, like I said, if a shard of me actually does see where you're coming from, sometimes I will look at it from that point of view. Now, the thing that I really said that gives me the confidence and the braggadocious nature that you see that you're seeing from me right now is I said that after the first preseason game, it will not be a bold claim to say that Shamar Bridges is making the roster. And I think that he went in there and proved that it will not be bold anymore. Anybody who jumps on this train now, which we still accept in people, but anybody who hops on this train now, they aren't going to be able to say they were bold and weren't out in front of it. This looks like a popular thing based off of how he performed. Let's remember, undrafted free agent out of a D2 HBCU, odds stacked against them. That's three things right there working against them. We, we come on here all the time talking about HBCUs don't get the proper due when it comes to uh, not recruiting, but when it comes to scouting. D2, they also don't have that. That's double up. And then you went undrafted. You're really fighting to make this roster, and I believe that he did. He was on the Sports Center top 10 plays with his first touchdown. He's catching eyes here, guys. This is a guy who is catching eyes in Shamar Bridges. Now, on Thursday night, it was a stage where it was just the Ravens, and then it was one other game. I can't remember. It was Ravens versus the Titans, and it was one other game that was on. So with only two games going on, it wasn't like Saturday when it was a bunch of football um, on air. No, it was two games to pay attention to, and he made sure that he captivated you with two really big plays that I think showed a lot. And it showed his ability to track the ball. And it also showed his ability to contort and control his body when he was in the air. I loved these two plays. One, the first touchdown or the touchdown, not the first touchdown, but the touchdown in the first big play that he had. This is the one that made it on SportsCenter Top 10, number seven, I believe. He located the ball and it was kind of a back shoulder throw. And he showcased those hands that I felt like first gravitated me towards him and said hmm what's up with this guy because he had really strong hands at the hbcu combine he showed that as well the ability to locate the ball it was kind of a back shoulder throw of sense and also i think something that really works in his favor is he has ty huntley see some of these players especially at the wide receiver position they playing with rudy poos no disrespect no disrespect i'm talking about on an nfl metric he playing with rudy poos but i don't think he's one of the best um, backup quarterbacks if you're looking at resume but when I saw him last year play for the Ravens when Lamar Jackson was out I felt like Huntley was a pretty good backup quarterback who kept the Ravens competitive in a bunch of games having that type of quarterback throwing to you when you're trying to fight to make the roster is going to go a long ways of course the coaches can see through bad throws and things of that nature but it's easier when you don't have to look through it 
when you have a quarterback who puts it in the appropriate place. It wasn't on his numbers, but it was where it was less of a 50-50 ball and more of a 70-30 ball leaning towards Shamar Bridges. On that second one, it was complete back shoulder. And instead of showing the hands, he, sh he let it fall right into the breadbasket. He was making big time plays. So it's not just a hype machine. It's not just being on SportsCenter Top 10 and things of that nature. No, he had two really big plays that capitalized for him off of what was a really good training camp, at least to start. This is only the first preseason game. He still has two more to continue showing out. And if he does that, he's on the right track. He took a big time step to being a person who can make the 53, not the training or not the practice squad, but the 53 man roster with that fifth um, wide receiver position for the Baltimore Ravens. These were big time steps. Don't believe me. The Ravens personal Twitter used him as the thumbnail picture to celebrate the victory. They saw what he did. Two big time plays that made it onto the official NFL page, made it onto the official Ravens page. In a preseason game, that is major. So I'm very excited to see where he goes from there. But I will say this. He allowed me the ability to softly, softly, softly say, I told you so. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not too much, though, because I don't want to get full of myself. Now, going forward, we're going to be talking about a couple of players who are the best at their position in the HBCU ranks. The NCAA dropped the list saying this is the best HBCU player at every single position. I want to know how you guys are feeling about that. Are we in agreement? Are we disagreeing? Are we on the fence? Let me know down below in the comments. But before we get into that, I would like to tell you about LinkedIn. Now, with LinkedIn, this is for all of my small business owners. They make it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn allows you to reach out to the people that you want to talk to faster. And I have seen people who are getting jobs through LinkedIn. So trust me, it definitely works. Create a free job post in only minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network over 810 million people. Right. Little Dr. Eva in there for you. Make sure that you're using the purple hashtag hiring frame to spread the word properly and use simple tools like screening questions to weed out those who just do not fit what you are trying to do. That's the reason that small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one for delivering quality hires. Now, they help find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. And did you know that nearly 40 million people every week visit LinkedIn? So go capitalize on that and post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That is LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions do apply. We keep on rolling on today's episode of Locked on HBCU, and I thank you for making us your first listen of the day every day. And I want to tell you the word of the day. It is shard, which means a small piece or part. Now, as we continue rolling, we're going to be talking about the NCAA's list of the best HBCU player at every single position. Now, they didn't break up everything to left guard, right guard. So this is not as if it's an all pro team. That's not how you're going to be seeing today's episode broken up. No, left guard, right guard, just offensive guard. That's it. So we're going to start off with our offensive players. And, of course, 
we're going to start off with them big uglies, right? You know, I hope that is that still okay to say? I think so. I think so. We can still call them the big uglies. I mean that the most endearing, okay? We're going to start off with our offensive lineman, and we're going to start off with the center, the quarterback of the offense. And we're going with Kobe Bird out of Norfolk State. And Bird is one of the people who is returning from the best unit, voted on by the NCAA, of course, but one of the best units in HBCU football, the best unit, actually. So that's who's returning, and I think they're going to be a big focal point of the offense in 2022 for the Spartans. We'll see exactly how that turns out. I think we'll have a segment about that as we lead up because we have two weeks, guys. I don't know if we realize this. We are two weeks away from week zero. We're two weeks away from Atlanta, Howard, Alabama State. We're two weeks away from FAMU, North Carolina. I'm excited because next week, it's game week. And next week, we get to get into our actual coverage of what things will look like as we go into the season. Oh, y'all, y'all get me excited. Let me stop. Anyway, moving out. You got Robert Lacey from Tennessee State holding it down for the best guard in the country when it comes to HBCU players. Then you also have Mark Evans, the second out of Arkansas Pine Bluff, three-time first-team all swag player. And then also somebody who only allowed one sack last year. Um, let me give a quick rewind. This, the runner-up, the honorable mention for the center position was Dallas Black. Honorable mention for offensive guard was Darius Fox. And then you also had offensive tackle um, Tony Gary, who was the honorable mention there. Now let's get into some skill positions. Quarterback Shador Sanders, and I think he's earned this. You're coming off of being the Jerry Rice Award winner. Some people think you have, and I'm some people, think that you have legitimate Walter Payton, not man of the year, but Walter Payton, just player of the year candidate. I think that you have that in him. Deacon Jones, most outstanding player. I think he has all of that in him. I always like to say that I think that Andrew Body is right there with him, and he is the honorable mention. However, Shador Sanders has done everything that he's needed to earn the fact of being that number one QB1 coming into the season. I will always stand by my guy Andrew Body being somebody who is going to go neck and neck with him. But I, I think this is going to be a great competition. I think this is going to be a great competition in the swag this year of who is the best quarterback and i'm not just talking about in wins and losses so that'll be something that'll be definitely exciting to watch now at running back you have gary quarles and that's where things get interesting you have gary quarles out of alabama a m this is where things get interesting because if you listen to my guy coach g gerald huggins he'll tell you up and down caleb johnson is easily the best running back in the swag not even in all hbcu football but in the swag it's easily Caleb Johnson. Well, obviously they don't agree. When you see it, they're saying that Quarles' ability to catch the ball gives them the edge. That's what they say, the NCAA. That's what their quotes is. And honestly, you can go either way with these guys. You know, Quarles had the most yards per game. Johnson had the most yards. Um, Quarles had the most touchdowns. So it's really either way you want to go. But then there's also a guy out there in Virginia playing for Norfolk and JJ Davis who's saying, I'm predicted to be the MEAC player of the year. Let's not forget about me. And he is the honorable mention there. He also has the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. So this will be very interesting. And right behind quarterback, this might be one of the most fun battles to watch who comes out as the top dog. Tight end, Kamari Avery, Bethune-Cookman. Arguably the best tight end in FCS football. There's nothing to say about this. The tight end, that is the... The honorable mention, though, is Jaron Johnson. 
that bodes very well for the Texas Southern offense. Got the honorable mention. Basically, got the second best uh, quarterback and tight end in the conference. That should be something that bodes well for their offense and which should bode well for how their team looks this year. But we'll probably talk about that as we lead up into the season as well. As you know, if you guys can't tell, I'm pumped for getting into the year. I'm excited, right? Doc, he's saying we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Whew, we could do five episodes right now. Anywho, we're going to wrap and talk about our wide receivers. And this one is also interesting to me, but just I don't know if it's just me. Right. I brought in Coach Huggins on the running back. But for me, Abdul Ibrahim or excuse me, Abdul Fatai Ibrahim out of Alabama A&M is predicted to be the best wide receiver in the, in the country when it comes to HBCUs with Shaq Davis out of South Carolina State being his runner up. I don't know how good Ibrahim's season will be. His talent is going to be there 100%. I'm not on the Aquil Glass made him train. But here's the thing. You, the thing about Ibrahim's season this year is you have a standout wide receiver. He's the only legitimate contributor that is returning. So I expect the passing game to run through him. However, I just don't know how much the team is going to run through the passing game. You lost to Quill Glass, one of the greatest quarterbacks in FCS history, in recent history especially. But you have Gary Quarles, who was predicted to be the best running back in HBCU football. So you lose a quarterback the magnitude of Glass, but you retain one of the best, if not the best, running back at his position. That sounds like a run-heavy offense is on the way. I don't know how good that run-heavy offense will be for Ibrahim in the passing game. I just do not know quite yet. So it'll be interesting. The talent is going to be there for sure. I'm just con I'm concerned and curious about what the opportunities will look like because I want to know who's going to be playing quarterback when it comes to Alabama A&M. But I also want to know, well, how is that offense going to run with that quarterback? Those are two questions. It's the question of who is it going to be and then the actual function of the offense as well going forward because we are not done with this list we are going we are going to continue talking about it and we're going to move on to the defensive side of the ball yes my side i love defense so we're going to talk about that and see who is the best player at all of the positions on the other side of the ball the best side of the ball the one that wins championships as we continue with Locked On HBCU. But before we do that, let me tell you about Built Bar. In other words, the Swiss Army knife of protein bars. In other words, the best protein bar on the market, bar none. Yes, all of those are the same thing, but we can just call it Built Bar for short because it takes significantly less breath to say that. And speaking of less breath, these things are chewy. They're delicious. You don't have to spend all day trying to... I'm sorry for all of you. That was disgusting. I'm sorry. I will never do that again. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about that because it's smooth. It's easy to bring down. You don't have to be smacking. And once again, apologies. But these are great because they have 17 grams of protein. They have four grams of sugar, four net carbs. So they're healthy for you on the protein side. And they're also very low in sugar while being very high in taste. What's the issue? Point to the faults, please. They have a multitude of flavors you can choose from. They have a multitude of textures with the puffs, the crisp, and then the originals. They have everything you could possibly want in addition to being good for you. The Swiss Army Knife of Protein Bars. 
the best protein bar on the market, bar none. But let's just call it Built Bar when you go to Built.com and use the promo code Locked On. That is Locked On 15 for 15% off your offer. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked On HBCU, talking about the best players at each position on the championship winning side of the ball. Yes, I'm talking about defense. They don't get enough love out of some of these people out here. So I'm going to show them the love and I'm going to talk about the best defenders. Remember, we're not splitting them up. It's not left in, right in. It's best defensive end, not Three tech knows we're just talking about defensive tackles. Let's remember this because there's only five defenders on the list. It makes it very exclusive. In my mind, the ability to just, and I mean, it's less impressive on the defensive side of the ball because how many people are really separating three tech and nose and left in versus right in? So this is kind of how we expected it to be. If you're talking about the best player at each position, on the offensive side of the ball, it was pretty remarkable. And you had seven. Here you have even less, less players. You're going to have five defenders, and you're also going to have two special team players. But without further ado, let's talk about Jason Dumas, who is winning the title of best interior defensive lineman. He transferred from Prairie View to follow his head coach to Southern. And I'm excited for what this means. I mean, there is no reason that you cannot get excited or there. I'm struggling to find a reason to not get excited. I probably should phrase it that way. I'm struggling to find a reason not to get excited about Southern. I'm, I'm going to try to go to one. I'm going to be at one. For sure, it's in the city, so I'll be at one. I'm trying to probably go to another Southern game as well. We'll see, but I can't wait to see this defensive line of Jason Dumas and Jordan Lewis. This is going to be a very exciting line, and you're looking at Dumas, who is a really quick guy. He's really powerful. I won't say powerful. I do think that is the 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 appropriate phrase, but it's not what I'm looking for. He's a very quick and impactful guy, right? So he penetrates the offensive line and gets back there and he's very disruptive. He's a player who you're going to have to game plan. You know, Shador Sanders is I don't know if that's on the on the um schedule off the top of my head, but Shador Sanders is not going to want to see Jason Dumas again. You got to understand Prairie View was really getting after Jackson State. And I know they ended up winning that game, but still, Jason Dumas came out and had himself a day last year, right? So it does not look like, oh, yes, Jackson State is on that schedule. Of course, I'm tripping. Of course, Jackson State is on the uh, the Southern schedule. October 29th, which is secretly a stacked day when it comes to HBCU football. Maybe I'll go over some of the most stacked days in this season. When we're just talking, man, it's 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 really crazy. But anywho, going forward, Jalen Bell, Mississippi Valley State was the honorable mention. Edge rusher, you're going to have Isaiah Land out of FAMU, right? Buck Buchanan, award winner. I think we cannot speak about him the same way that we didn't speak about Kamari Averett because we already know what it is. You already know what it is when it comes to Isaiah Land. His runner-up, however, was Jablonski Green out of South Carolina State. And truth be told, I don't really like the designation for simply edge rusher. Because three, four outside linebacker and defensive end are two completely different positions. They have some of the same properties, of course, but they're not the same thing. So that's just me. That's just me being a stickler. But let's uh, go to cornerback where we have another Rattler and B.J. Bowler, him, who, in my opinion, he was one of the most disruptive defensive backs last year. But 
he's going to be tasked with being more of a leader this year now that Marquise Bell is gone. Antoine Collier is also gone. So we have two of those vocal leaders in the backfield, really even behind you, that probably did a lot of the leadership things. I'm looking at Bowler to be the man within that secondary, the guy who is getting everybody together, who is getting the freshmen together. I expect him to be a more vocal leader or I don't know his leadership style, but I expect him to be more of a leader this year as opposed to what he was actually asked to do in 2021. Now we're going to go to linebacker, the best position in all the football. Let's just be real. There's not a better position than linebacker. And I, I mean, I played in my whole life. I played corner too. I played corner too when I was a little bit of a smaller guy, right? Weird, but there was a little league, so neither here nor there. I played cornerback, safety, and I played linebacker. Ain't a better position than linebacker. It's not. So we're going to go ahead and say the best player at the best position in all of HBCU football is Aubrey Miller for Jackson State linebacker. And this is interesting because you're going to have three to four, right? Depending on what kind of, I guess, three to two. Because technically, if you have three linebackers, you're playing a four, three, and your edge rusher will be one of your defensive ends by their designation. But anywho, Aubrey Miller is ranked as the best linebacker, and he was the leader in the SWAC in tackles last year. So I get it. He was on a pretty good defense as well. Had a couple of disruptive stats, six and a half sacks. So he showed he could pass rush. Excuse me, he could rush the passer. And then also 11 and a half tackles. So he told you he's not making tackles 15, 20 yards down the field. That's still technically going to that tackle category, right? So those are your, oh, I'm sorry. Special teamers are people, right? So you got Josh Sanchez out of Arkansas Pine Bluff, who is the best punter. Runner-up is Garrett Urban out of Grambling State. And then you also have kicker uh, Adrian Olivio. Yes, Olivio out of North Carolina Central. Honorable mention, Jose Romo uh, Martinez out of FAMU. I think there should be more swag. I mean, more MEAC players on here. I can't tell you who should be on here. However, I will say that I think there's going to be more MEAC representation in the postseason list than there is right now. That's just a gut feeling. I don't have names. Don't ask me for names. I don't have the names. But I will tell you that I believe there will be more MEAC players than three. You had the kicker. Oh, man, Isaiah's Guthrie, safety, almost left him out. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and do that then. <laughs> you have Isaiah's Guthrie out of Delaware State, who is the lone MEAC defender on this list. And he was a freshman All-American, made an impact immediately. So we'll be looking forward to him. And he's on one of the best 